Welcome to the Love Me Hard podcast, where we chat about all things dating, love, and sex. I'm your host, Saida Neri, and I'm a self-worth and dating coach, teaching you how to find and keep your Mr. Right as a powerhouse woman. Your love life doesn't have to be a struggle, and I'm sharing exactly how to love and be loved hard. Well, hello, hello, hello. Uh, welcome to the Love Me Hard podcast. On this week's episode, it's all about having shame about your love life. And this is a very, like, very important topic because so many of my clients struggle with shame. And the problem with shame is it keeps you stuck. Shame is a dirty kind of pain. It's not clean pain. It's dirty pain. And also, shame is just simply not necessary. So on today's podcast, I'm going to talk about what shame is, why this is coming up for you, how this may show up in your love life, some of the things that you might be saying, some of the things that you might be doing that indicate that, yeah, you're struggling with shame, and then how to actually move through that. Because staying in shame, having shame about your love life is a choice, and it is not something that you have to struggle with any longer after you are done listening to this podcast. But before I dive in, as you all know, I really like to celebrate my clients uh, in the beginning of the episode because I think it's so important to share these stories and it's through stories and celebrations we see ourselves, right? We see what's possible. And so today on this episode, I actually want to share my celebrate and share myself with you in the sense that one of the things that I teach inside of Attraction Alchemy, which is my dating membership program and something that I work really closely on with my private one-on-one clients is a concept of vulnerability, right? And most of us don't like to be vulnerable, don't want to be vulnerable, avoid any type of vulnerable situation because it exposes us. It exposes our heart, it exposes our soul, and it opens us up for rejection and getting hurt. Now, the irony of all of this is that in order to feel love and a deep connection, we have to put ourselves in vulnerable situations. And I'm not saying dangerous situations. Don't be stupid, right? Like safety is your number one priority. I'm talking about being vulnerable from your heart, vulnerable from your soul. And so for those of you that know me, know that I am a badass, right? Like I tell it how it is. I'm really, really tough. I operate in that masculine energy, but I also know the value and the role and how important it is to be in your feminine energy, especially when it comes to our romantic relationships. And I am married, um, been married for, it'll be six years this year. And like any relationship, a long-term relationship, couples fight. It is very normal to have arguments with your spouse, but what's important is how you fight, right? It's really important how you fight and that you fight there. And so this weekend, I was definitely feeling, Ryan and I had a bit of an argument, like nothing major, but I started to feel myself close off. Like I literally felt like this wall coming up around my heart because I was upset. I didn't want to get hurt anymore. Like all this bullshit, right? Like my brain was going into total like fight flight mode. And for me, it was flight. Like I'm building up this wall and nothing can hurt me. And the problem with this wall is that, yes, it keeps out the pain, but it also keeps out the love, the happiness, 
the joy. And when you are building this wall up, and I know many of you have done this or might be doing this in your current relationship, whether you're dating or in a, in a marriage, it just makes us resent the other person. And so as a dating and relationship coach, right, I know all of these things. I have the tools to support myself. And this is exactly what I teach my clients too, is that you have to, like the woman's role in a relationship, right, is to hold that feminine energetic space and she has to be vulnerable. She, as a woman, we, me, you, if you're a woman, you identify as a woman, you hold the heart of the relationship in your hands literally. And so I'm laying there, um, Sunday morning and like, I just felt like this heaviness on my heart. I was like not feeling close to my husband at all. And I was like, all right, I have two options here. I can continue to build this wall up, which doesn't serve me or my husband or our family, or I can just be vulnerable. I can walk the talk that I teach and just open myself up. And I looked at him, my husband, Brian, and I was like, I literally feel like I am building this wall up and I don't want to. I don't want this space between us. I love you. I am hurt. And here's how. And I love my husband. He's such an amazing human being because he he holds that space for me. He knows that when I am sharing these things from my heart in a really sincere way, not from a place of like, you suck. I can't believe you did this blah, 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 right? Like that puts a man on his defensive. But when you lead with, hey, I'm feeling really hurt. I feel like I'm building this wall up against, you know, us or whatever. And I don't want that. I want to be close to you. I want to work through this. Can we talk? 100% of the time, he's like, yes. Because he wants what I want. Love, happiness, connection, security, stability within our marriage. And so... Yes, I had to go first. Yes, it was incredibly difficult and hard and uncomfortable and vulnerable. And I'm, you know, literally bearing my soul to him, but that's my soulmate. That's my husband. And that's what he deserves. And so I'm celebrating me. I'm celebrating doing the hard fucking thing because at the end of it, what happened? It totally changed the dynamics between the two of us, it changed the energy in which we were operating in. It changed our patience with each other. It just shifted everything, right? Everything in the best way possible, where we felt more connected. We were flirtatious throughout the rest of the day. He was holding me, telling me the sweetest fucking things on how he adores me and wants to give me the best life possible. That's, that's what vulnerability gets you when you are doing it with the right person, a person that you are meant to be with that is loving you and is committed to you and your relationship. And that is possible for you. And that's something that I support my clients with inside of Attraction Alchemy, uh, which is my monthly dating membership program where you get the knowledge, the skills, the strategies, and the coaching support from me to create your ideal relationship. So if you're interested in that and, and getting the support you need and getting a man that adores you, I would highly encourage you to check that out. Um, the link to the program is in the show notes for you here. Okay, so let's talk about shame. So I looked it up on that good old google.com to really share with you how, how shame is defined, right? Because we all think of shame and then there's also guilt. 
And oftentimes we interchange the meaning when we use guilt and shame. So Google defines shame as a painful feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. Said another way, when you think about shame, I want you to think about shame through the lens of like, there is something wrong with me. It is inherent in who you are. Guilt, like the easiest way to remember this is I did something wrong, right? So there is you and there's a behavior you did and it wasn't correct. There, there is a cause and effect here, okay? So it's not inherent in who you are or your value or your worth, but like you did this thing and it was wrong. So like maybe you cheated on an exam, maybe you cheated on somebody else, maybe you did something you weren't supposed to and now you feel bad. That is guilt. Shame is, right? It sounds like there is something wrong with me, okay? I have so much baggage. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'm never going to find my person because who would want to be with someone like this? Maybe you struggle with mental health or whatever and, and you say to yourself, I have so many mental health problems. Who's going to want to be with me? Who can handle me? Nobody can handle me. I'm too old. I'm, I'm, you know, too damaged. I have a lot of baggage. All of these things are about who you are at your very core. And this problem with shame is that it corrodes your very sense of self-worth. So not only are you shit-talking yourself, you are corroding and eroding every ounce and fiber of your being that has any level of worthiness. You're just eroding it. It's, it's like this ocean water just eroding the cliff. And eventually it's just gone. And so that's why I am so passionate about this topic on shame because shame is an optional choice, okay? So... For me, I felt and experienced a lot of shame, especially after my divorce. True story, okay? So for, for a while, like, I got divorced when my son was 14 months old. It was a very difficult choice that I had to make. I also knew intellectually it was the best choice for my mental health um, and the life that I wanted to give, give my son. And I don't regret it at all. However, during that time right? Like even though I knew it was the right decision, I grew up in an environment and in a culture where divorce was bad. If you were divorced, it was wrong. There was something wrong with you. You should have, you know, done X, Y, and Z to save your marriage. And because you couldn't do that, obviously there was something very wrong with you. And even though I knew that what I did was right, even though intellectually I knew divorce wasn't wrong, it was a legal outlet to separate from a partner that wasn't good for you, ideal for me, right? I still carry that shame. I was embarrassed. I avoided going out into like these different Pakistani community events. I felt that when I did go out, people would look at me or, or you know, have whispers and things like that. I was like, I don't fucking want this. I don't want or need this in my life. So I actively cut myself out from that community. There were a lot of other things I did, but 
the gist of it here is that because I felt like there was something wrong with me, I like it fucked me up for a long time. And I really had to navigate that and get the support and help I needed to shift that for myself. And so interestingly enough, when I started dating Brian, obviously Brian knew I was divorced. You know, I was a single mom. I had a child and he was totally okay with that. He understood, right? Like why I got divorced, like the different nuances that happened in in the relationship. And there came a point where he took me back to Ireland to like meet his entire extended family. And it was a sort of like a homecoming uh, trip for him and like a welcoming party for me. And I felt, and nobody made me feel this way because they were all so fucking loving and amazing and just, you know, jolly Irish folk. But I felt ashamed. I judged myself. And like, I was like, why, why am I doing this? Why am I feeling this way? Everyone is so welcoming. Like, yes, people have a past. Mine is just a little bit different than most people. And, and that's okay. But I still had this like nagging feeling like I should not have been divorced. This never should have happened. This should have, could have, would have, right? And so that wasn't serving me. And so I want you to ask yourself, as you're listening to this episode, what are some things that you say to yourself, whether it's consciously or unconsciously? And one way to tap into your unconscious is to actually just journal on this very question, how am I shaming myself? What are all of the ways I shame myself, right? What are my triggers? Right, just really like pause the episode and and take the time to do this because it's important to understand where this is coming from. And I will tell you this, any level of shame that you experience as a human being on this planet is made up. It is a construct that you at some point in your life were led to believe that this thing, this thing you did, this thing that you are experiencing, this way you showed up was wrong. I was made to believe that divorce was wrong. And as a result of that, there was something wrong with me. Because if there wasn't anything wrong with me, I would still be married. But we know that's just not how it works, right? Like if you've never been through divorce, you can objectively see like, yes, that's bullshit. So I want you to like journal on like where, what are the things that you are shameful about? Maybe it's your past. Maybe it's how you've shown up on dates. Maybe you, you know, got drunk and blacked out and did some stupid shit. Stupid shit, air quotes is relative, right? Maybe you did some things that you're not proud of, okay? We're human. The whole point of this life is to experience different things and figure things out. There's nothing wrong with you. You are living life. But somewhere along the way, you were taught, you were conditioned to believe that the things that you are shameful about are wrong. Okay. So how do we move through this? Okay. So there are five steps I want you to take to move through the shame because in order to find love, right? Many of you are, are having shame about your love life in the sense that you're thinking I should already be married by now. Why can't I find my person? You judge yourself for wanting a person. You're like, I shouldn't want a person. I don't need a guy. Why am I like this? 
Maybe you're you're feeling ashamed for stalking a guy on the internet or, you know, watching his socials or seeing where he is and then actively putting yourself where he might be. I've done that. I'm not ashamed. It was a learning experience for me. And nine out of 10 times, the reason why you are experiencing any shame is because, like I said earlier, you have corroded your sense of self, which means that you struggle with with self-worth, okay? So you are taking this thing that is outside of you, this circumstance, whether it's dating, a guy, you know, relationship status, maybe you're ashamed about your financial situation, maybe you're ashamed about where you fucking live, like, make that list. Write down all the things that you feel ashamed about, right? And as a result of that, you're taking these things, these circumstances, and assigning your worth, your level of self-worthiness to those things. And I'm here to tell you that that is wrong. Unequivocally, unequivocally, however you say that word, wrong. Because you are worthy, period. Because you are alive, you are worthy, period. There's no amount of money, relationship status, where you live, how you look, like whatever those external things are that your brain has decided. Okay, like when I look like this, when I have this job, when I have this money, when I have this place, when I have that car, when I have that bag, life will be great and I will be worthy. I will be worthy of love. I will be worthy of this. I will be worthy of that. No, my love, you are already worthy. You don't have to do anything other than remember how awesome you are, how amazing you are. You are a human being with the soul that has a beating heart. Do you know how much shit that that sperm had to go through for you to be here? It is not a mistake that you are here. You are here for a reason. And we all have different reasons and purposes in life. For me, I know in my heart and soul, I am here to guide other people to learn to love themselves and find love. That that is my thing. I'm here to build and create a healthy and thriving relationship with my husband and to have a very happy family, a very happy home. It's not something I grew up with, right? I have a lot of trauma that I've worked through and continue to work through. And that's what makes me an excellent coach. And so... If this is resonating with you and you're done with feeling shame about your love life or whatever those things that you journaled on are, now let's work through how to overcome them, how to move through that shame, okay? So the very first step is noticing and becoming aware of your thoughts, right? So what are the things that you are thinking and saying to yourself about your love life? about your insert that topic where you are experiencing shame, okay? I want you to notice all of the different feelings that come up for you related to that topic. So in addition to shame, is there anger, guilt, sadness, frustration, regret? Write it all down. And then I want you to notice where in your body you're holding that shame. Is it, you know, somewhere in your gut? Is it in your chest? Is it in your back, your shoulders? Where is that? What does it feel like? Is it tight? Is it pulsating? 
what does that feel like? Be really, I really want you to get mindful with where that is in your body. Because now you can pinpoint it. And I bet you that oftentimes you experience pain in that part of your body where you are holding shame. This has happened to so many of my clients where they're like, yes, I, I, you know, for whatever reason, I always have like this tightness in my chest. I'm like, okay. And we work through the whole process and we uncovered that they're holding some kind of emotion there. It could be shame. It could be other things. So we work through that. So how do you work through that? The second step is I want you to investigate where you learned this belief, right? Like where you learn, where did you learn that this thing equates to being ashamed or feeling shame? So for me, where did I learn that divorce was bad, that divorce was wrong, that if you're divorced, something is wrong with you? I can pinpoint that so fucking clearly. And so I want you to reflect on, okay, where did I learn this behavior, right? Where did I pick up these thoughts and beliefs? Because they weren't yours. They were not yours. You inherited them somewhere, okay? Number three, I want you to have some compassion, right? Some compassion and self-acceptance. So instead of judging yourself and shaming yourself for feeling shame, I want you to look at the situation and say, okay, I am human. What am I learning about myself through this? What can I learn about this? What are the lessons here for me? How do I want to choose to move forward? Okay. Remember, you are a human being on this earth having a very human experience. An easy way to build compassion is to think about your best friend or someone that you love. And I want you to imagine that they came to you with the same exact problem. What would you say? What advice, what wisdom do you have for them? What would you offer up? Okay, this is a really easy exercise because oftentimes we are so much nicer to other people, our friends, even like strangers than we are to ourselves. We are often our own biggest bully. So pretend you're talking to your bestie, offering her compassion about the very thing that you think is wrong with you. And then I want you to apply that same wisdom and advice to yourself. Okay, number four. One way to move through the shame is to be mindful, right? Do some meditation. There's a great um, app called Insight Timer where you can start practicing and meditating. It's great. But also, and this one is really my favorite, is to move your body. So as you are experiencing that shame, holding that feeling in your body, I want you to move your body. Go for a run. Go for a jog. Go work out. Dance. Whatever, whatever feels right to you, but move your body and move that emotion through your body. Sometimes I'll find myself working out and really pushing my body hard. And then at the end of it, I'll be crying. And I don't always know why I'm crying, but I know that in that moment, my body was holding on to emotion that it needed to let go of. So I would highly encourage you to work through that. And then finally, if you've tried all of these things and it's still not working, I would recommend getting some help. Work with a therapist, work with a coach, work with myself. I would be more than happy to support you in navigating this because here's the thing. If you are not able to work through this shame that you are experiencing about your love life, you will not have a love life. You will not have a healthy and thriving love life. 
you will attract men that don't respect you because you don't respect yourself because you are embarrassed about the shame, about your past, about your love life and where you are. So in my world, we only do healthy, thriving relationships. And so if that is something that you are desiring, I would definitely encourage you to work with me inside of Attraction Alchemy. And the other thing, as we wrap up this episode, I want to invite you to actually is a free workshop that I am hosting. It's called Dating Smarter, Not Harder as a High Achieving Woman. This is a free workshop where I'm going to walk you through how to stop putting all of this energy, all of this effort, and doing all of the things for a man to get to like you, date you, commit to you, only to be left single. So the solution isn't here to date harder, which means more apps, more dates, more all of the things, but to be smart about how and where you are investing your energy. So that workshop is happening on June 20th at 8 p.m. Eastern. And the link to register for that free workshop is in the show notes as well. All right, my loves, this was so fun for me. I hope this episode was helpful for you in all of the ways. Please let me know if if that made an impact for you. Send me a message on Instagram at Cy the Love Coach. I would love to hear from you. Um, if this was helpful for you in any way, please subscribe to my podcast. Leave me a rating. Leave me a review. It just really makes my day and gives me the, the motivational fuel to keep putting out some great, meaningful content for you. Until next time, happy dating. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this episode resonated with you in any way, make sure to share it on social media and tag me. I love seeing all the ways you're falling in love. Also, please make sure to subscribe and leave me a review. It would mean the world to me. Until next time, happy dating.